Ah, what is up, everybody? Greetings and salutations. It's time for another Hard Rock Lunchbox here. Uh, a new regal radio, 99WNRR.com, if you feel like joining the chat. Of course, we're filming the top 20. That's what you're looking at right now if you're a week in the future. Uh, if you're listening to it, then you are just ahead of the curve. I'm your host, I'm DJ. I am exhausted today. If, if it sounds like I'm winded, it's because I am. I am having some major trouble with stress management and uh, just sort of general anxiety, and I am not doing anything properly to get rid of it. <laughs> Although I did have a I did <laughs> I did have a funny work situation. Uh, I did a work situation earlier today. It's uh, I don't I don't know that it translates to general work, but we have audit reports that run kind of out of the system, and it kind of shows, um, like one of the things the the accounting department for one of the companies I work for does is they have to enter charges, right? That's not unusual, right? Billings and stuff like that. Any any controllers or accountants out there? I'm sure, there's at least there's some. Um, uh, and so one of the reports showed that one of the women working in the accounting department had entered 1,028 charges yesterday. And I got an email from both my supervisor and uh, the, one of the accounting controllers saying, like, yo, how is this possible? And I was like, well, did she have, like, four quad espressos yesterday? I mean, like, it can be done, man. <laughs> be done and then you know just kind of laughed about it and stuff like that but as i went through the data and and i started looking i was like holy shit this woman <laughs> this woman may have entered a thousand and twenty eight charges yesterday i'm looking and looking looking and i finally just like this is ridiculous so i'm going to dump all this data out to excel so i could just like do a quick count by the number of rows and sure enough yeah she entered over it was actually more than that because some of them were doubles uh so they don't count we don't count doubles there uh, there's reasons for that not important to the story. So she basically entered over 1,100 charges uh, for Southwest Airlines, and I was like, I had to send it in. I was like, hey, uh, you might want to bring this chick a cupcake because <laughs> this is kind of funny. I was just thinking, I was like, because it started out as like a ridiculous number, and the further I went into it, I was like, this is not as ridiculous anymore because this chick is just killing it. That's how my case has nothing to do with my anxiety, I'm sure. Let's get to uh, some headlines, shall we? Yeah, okay. There's a brand new Top 20 out. Top 20, as you know, is the first 20 minutes of the Hard Rock Lunchbox, where I actually talk into this camera right here. I say stuff that's kind of on my mind. It's going on in my little universe, and uh, we talk about things. And I found over the years, over the 120-some-odd episodes... That, generally speaking, when I have something to say in the first 20 minutes of the show, either somebody agrees with me or disagrees with me, and either one is just fine with me, because it really does uh, lend itself to the conversation last week, or the one that's out this week right now that came out this morning, is all about work uh, zone speed cameras, which is funny because uh, we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes as soon as I get past this, because that has really ramped up a little bit in my world. Uh... Also, there's a bunch of other stuff, um, you know, Southern State Curves, Native American, blah, 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 uh, all that other stuff, uh, and all the Long Island, New York State regents, Native American slander, 
mascot team name kind of stuff. So check it out. Give it a like. Give it a comment if you want to have a discussion about things. I usually get back to those comments in about two weeks. I'm not so great at it as I want to be, but I am working on it, so I will try and do better. Uh, also... Wow, that almost ran away. Uh, the full interview this past Monday was with uh, on Bacon is my podcast, still uh, still posting on Stranger TV. Jonathan from Outline in Color was up there, and they had a special guest notes, uh, Tori Kravitz uh, from Well That's Fresh uh, Promotions or Publicity. I don't know. It's WTF something, so check that out uh, on the Twitch. Um, Twitch live stream. That's tonight. Uh, the, the guys are mapping out their tracking process. Uh, and special guest performers, so I guess that, check that out if you can. I'll be rehearsal because I'm cool like that. Andrew from Project 88 will be the seven questions tomorrow. Discussions and drinks was last night. Uh, they haven't run one in a couple weeks, so it's uh, interesting to see them catch up. Um, I am sure. Uh, let's see. There's other. So the other content that's on Stranger TV. If you just thought it was big as my podcast and this stupid show, well, you're mainly right. But every now and then throw other stuff up on there they did uh mikey put up another will it sound good heavy uh and he takes his uh takes a crack at justin bieber which we have also done in the past uh he takes his swing at ghost it is very good i recommend you check it out uh mean what you say drum play through with our very own chris waterbury is up there so definitely give that a check and also uh the new something heavy separate ways not the journey song the official lyric video is out all that basically for free, for the taking up on Stranger TV. All we ask is that you like, subscribe, tell a friend, give us your firstborn, maybe a DNA sample, and also come walk our dog. It's not that much. Kind of where we're at now. And, uh, yeah, so that's housekeeping. So, I need to talk a little bit about these work zone cameras, because they are a good analogy for Basically everything that's wrong with Long Island and most of the world today, so I thought it would be a good place to make a stand. However, I did print out some homework here because this just made me laugh really, really hard, and maybe it'll laugh, make you laugh really, really hard, and I feel like we can probably both use that. Um, so if you're not aware of what's going on in Florida vis-a-vis the fight with Disney and Ron DeSantis, here it is in a nutshell. Ron DeSantis and his Florida Republicans... For no reason I can think of, put out and put forth this what they've dubbed the not they what we've dubbed the "Don't Say Gay" bill, which is pretty aptly named if you if you read it uh, if you read the bill. <clears throat> Disney opposed it. Disney is very friendly to the LGBTQ community, which makes sense, right? It's it's a magical place. There are you know princesses there. There's a lot of performers there. Uh, I'm not stereotyping anybody or any kind of job, but, like, it's very attractive and it's very friendly to uh, not only minorities, but the LGBTQ plus community. So a lot of people that identify as that work there. And they are a very big part of the Disney uh, the Disney experience. And the Disney Florida experience, it's important to point out that it's the third largest employer in the state of Florida, which, uh, which is right behind Publix and Walmart. 
uh, both of which pay under $12 an hour, and Disney pays significantly more. So it is a big employer in the state of Florida. It is huge for tourism dollars that come into the state of Florida. Keep in mind one of the things that Floridians love to tell you about their great state is that there's no state income tax. That's true because there's so much goddamn tourism money coming in there for, like, cruises and, yep, Disney and stuff like that. So that's how Florida pays for a lot of stuff. Florida's also in a lot of trouble now because they don't have enough money for all the people that are moving there for their infrastructure. But I'm just going to watch patiently on the side, maybe toast up some popcorn and enjoy that particular ride. But the reason this is important, so they've been going back and forth, right? So, uh, oh, right, I didn't even say what I was going to say. So they passed that. Disney actually came out against it. Now, Disney can't do anything other than come out against it and say, that's bad. I don't know how much civics you took in school, but saying something like, that's bad, is protected speech under something that I like to call the First Amendment. But more importantly than that, it's what everybody in America likes to call the First Amendment. It's the First Amendment. It's a big one. Big one. It's actually more important than the Second Amendment. And as Jim Jeffries so rightly points out, the First Amendment means I have the right to say your Second Amendment sucks. <laughs> Which... It's not the point of this particular show, but it's always struck me as funny. So they said that, and because of that, because Ron DeSantis got all butthurt. By the way, I have so much more respect for Ron DeSantis. I didn't have a lot. I had so much more respect for Ron DeSantis two years ago. And he is just pandering harder and harder to the right. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out why he's doing this. He is literally taking his chance to be president and flushing it down the toilet repeatedly. And I've never seen anybody that dumb before. Like, and that's including the other dude he's running against. Like, this is just stupid. Like, he had it in the bag, and now he's just flushing it and flushing it and flushing it. So he got mad that Disney didn't like his new law. And he tried to, like, re rewrite all the rules that had given Disney, like, autonomy over the years. Like, tax abatements and all that other stuff. Keep in mind, third largest employee... Employer, they bring in a bazillion dollars, that's an approximation, uh, approximation, of tourism money and is very, very good for Florida. In fact, with the exception of Miami and meth, it's the only thing Florida is really known for. So, <laughs> and old people, I suppose, uh, on their way to see Jesus. Uh, so they went back and forth, and Disney pulled some legal maneuvering because they didn't want to be controlled by a Republican shill of a of a Republican board. Now, DeSantis tried to put a board in charge of Disney. Disney. They tried to put a board in charge of Disney with his hand-picked people. A pastor, a political donor, some clam that was just like moms for Jesus, but against gays. Or I forget what the name of the organization is. She's a horrible person. I mean, not Marjorie Taylor Greene horrible, but definitely could be her sister-in-law easily. And Disney was like, no, dude, we're, we're our own company. Like, they were, Florida was threatening to, like, put a penitentiary on Disney grounds and stuff like that. Like, like if you've ever, if you've ever seen anything, like, like, super, super petty, this is that. And all this has been going on for weeks, and I've touched on it a couple of times. But here's the thing that really got me to me, because I was not really paying attention to that. I was watching a lot of petty bullshit go back and forth between these two entities. But one is a public company, like an actual, it's a privately, it's it's a publicly traded, privately held corporation, right? You know, we're in a capitalist country and they have their rights. They can donate to political parties, all that other stuff. Thank you, Citizens United, all that. And then we have the government of Florida, right? 
government of Florida, despite what Donald Trump will tell you, is not actually allowed to do whatever it wants. And this is why it was so funny to me, because this headline on Above the Law, which made me laugh out loud, I don't know if you can read this, but it says, Disney's lawyers are better than Ron DeSantis' lawyers. That <laughs> just struck me so goddamn funny that I just wanted to read the rest of the article, and I was not disappointed because... Because the first paragraph just sets it up just beautifully, so I'm going to read it for you. Ron DeSantis tried to score political points by declaring war on Disney. The House of Mouse had become a popular right-wing right wing punching bag for trying to keep cruise guests from dying and acknowledging that gay people are real. Now, so much sass in that opening sentence. I just love it. And acknowledging that gay people are real. Disney had also spoken out about like all the you know the cruise ships that were going out without COVID protections because Ron was like, well, no, no, we're going to send them out. And the reason he was going to send them out is because Florida makes money from cruise ships. No state income tax, remember? Yeah, so let's kill all those people. Everyone's upset about like that Cuomo may or may not have moved old people to nursing homes and they died of COVID, but they're the same people that are just like championing Ron DeSantis for his leadership about killing people on cruise ships. Like, the hypocrisy is just stunning. So, but here's the thing. Um, so here's the thing. Like I said, there was like some petty back and forth between the two. And one is a corporation and protected by all these rights. And the other one is the government that works for the people and are not allowed to do certain things. I shall read 2024 uh, GOP hopefuls work to find ways to exact legislative revenge on the company. That's Disney. But the Florida governor found a more direct avenue for retaliation. Retaliation is important. DeSantis would terminate the state's agreement, giving the company functional oversight of the land surrounding Walt Disney World via the Reedy Creek Improvement District. That's some old history if you want to read about it. Uh, a, a hand-picked board of DeSantis cronies would take over the Reedy Creek board and thus control the lot of land around the park and presumably really put the screws to Disney for the sin of being that state's primary tourist attraction. But Disney lawyers are smarter. And they go into a bunch of this stuff. And here's the thing. Um, so... Sorry, I'm missing... My fault. I'm totally missing the part that I wanted to read about. Uh, basically, what it says... Uh, what what Disney has filed... Also, my computer's not working. That's great. Anyway. Uh, what Disney has said is that... Ron DeSantis and the Florida governor... Governor's office... Have retaliated against Disney... For having an opinion on a Florida law. And... Do you guys in civics know what that's called when a government agency retaliates on private or uh, public corporations or citizens for having an opinion about public law? It's called political persecution, and it is highly illegal in the United States and in Florida. And once I read that, I was like, oh, snap, because Ron DeSantis basically just used his office to punish Disney because Disney doesn't agree with him. You aren't allowed to do that here or anywhere else in the United States. And I, for one, could not be happier because there is no standing. There is no way 
in which Ron DeSantis is going to get out of this one because that is a violation of free, freedom of speech, which, as we've already covered, is the First Amendment. Yes, yes. So, Ron DeSantis, from me to you, I just want to point out how absolutely stupid you are for dipping into this pandering well of far-right extremism. You have lost the presidency already just because you're a, an idiot, I guess. And it's not like we can't have idiots be president. We've got lots of them. So, bye-bye, Ron. Good luck fighting that in court. And if you think your public salaried attorneys are going to take on Disney... So let's get to something more local before I run out of time. Speed zone. Work zone speed cameras. We talked about this last week. I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like speed zone, speed traps. I don't like any of that stuff. But I'm intelligent enough to acknowledge that there is no speed trap if you're not... Everybody say it with me. Speeding. Right. Okay. That makes sense, right? Everybody in my listening audience should be smart enough to follow that, right? You do not get pulled over for speeding unless you are speeding. I'm going to leave out exceptions. Sometimes stuff happens. But 99.9% of the time, when you get pulled over for speeding, it's because you were speeding. For my entire adult life, I have seen signs about work zones on highways. My entire adult life. I've seen where people get, uh, where they have the signs, they have big giant orange signs that say it's slower, 45 miles an hour. I don't like it. I always drive a little bit slower. I don't necessarily know that I drive 45 miles an hour. I've seen lately, you know, over the past 10 years, like fines are doubled in work zones, which means if you speed in the work zone, you're going to get a bigger ticket. All these things. And now over the past couple of years in New York, they've enacted the new law, which I actually find to be really stupid. It's the kind of the move over law. You see it on our LED screens, our overheads, right? Like if you see uh, public people on the side of the road, like cops and firemen and EMT and ambulances and tow trucks, you're actually supposed to vacate the lane closest to them. It's usually the rightmost lane. Now, I've seen tons of almost accidents. Not that there's almost accidents, but I've seen tons of almost accidents because people will slam on their brakes so they can merge into the left lane. A lot of times there's no room to just merge. It's very hard to take a three-lane road and make it a two-lane road all of a sudden just because there's a tow truck out. So I think people are driving super cautiously. I don't think people are getting a lot of tickets for doing that, but people that are passing and zooming through those lanes because they're open are definitely getting picked off by police because I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Again, I don't drive all that much, and I see it, which means it's definitely happening a lot more than the two times a week I'm out on the roads. So these things are happening, right? These things are dangerous. So now what they did, like, I think it's, I think this is in 2016 is when this all started because they had commissioned a report to, and they chronicled like all these accidents. There was something like 1,300 accidents over the course of six years in work zones, right? 50 deaths, 1,100 injuries, all this stuff just in work zones, just related to like motor vehicle problems. And if you think about it, it makes sense, right? Most people can't drive. Like, if, you, if you're ever on the road, like, you'll see, like, most people can barely drive as it is these days. They're distracted. They're medicated. Most of them are on their phone. I see people on their phone 
every single time I drive. And I usually see it because they've just kind of swerved into my lane or almost swerved into the van. And I look over and it's like, oh, cool. Well, I'm glad you like that on Facebook while uh, my kids almost had no father. Like, that's great. So we all know. Like, I'm not surprising anybody, right? So how do you think that plays out in a work zone? You're supposed to be doing 40 miles an hour, and you're driving by in an SUV, by the way, which nobody really needs anymore. But let's say you're driving through in your brand-new expedition, and you're doing 65 miles an hour, and there's some dude literally a foot from your lane, right? A foot from your lane on the inside of a like a rubber plastic polyethylene cone. And you're flying by that. Like, dude, seriously, the wind alone can knock him over. These people, like, are in buckets above the street. These people are doing jobs. They're they're trying to improve our way of life. Now, as much as I hate getting stopped by a highway guy, because in my opinion, he's got no authority over me because he's not my elected official. When you stop to think about it and pull your head out of your own ass for half a minute, this is a dude trying to just do his job. Yep. Seven of them are on break watching the new guy dig a hole. All true. I get it. It's still hella dangerous to drive 85 miles an hour through a work zone. It's dangerous to those people. It's dangerous to you. But honestly, if you're the person that's going to do that, I care way less about you. And I'm more interested in the people that just got up and went to work and are going to get wiped out by some asshat that wants to just drive super fast because either they're not paying attention or they just don't care. Right? That's kind of what I was saying. That's kind of what I was saying last week, and it's kind of what I've been saying ever since. But now it's taken a new turn because people are just missing the point entirely, especially my beloved Long Islanders, which, by the way, I am growing so sick of. If you're from Long Island and you're a good person, thank you. And I appreciate that you keep doing the good fight. But I do want to point out that most of the people here are just becoming worse and worse people. It is the most entitled and disgusting batch of people I have ever had the misfortune to know personally and and to deal with regularly on a regular basis. These are all the people that got trophies for just showing up, whose mom told them they were wonderful, whose parents went up to the school and demanded that they had so-and-so as a teacher because their kid really was smart, even though they can't take a test properly, or they can't tie their shoes, or they can't speak, or they just smell bad because they probably just shit their pants because nobody bothered to teach them how to wipe their own ass because their moms are still doing it for them. This is what happens when people get trophies just for showing up and nobody beats the ever-loving shit out of them after school for mouthing off. This is what we have left. And I hate sounding like the old man in the corner, but the generation just below me, that's exactly who these people are. And I found that out, and I guess I've probably known that all along, but I really, really was able to solidify it over the past 24 hours when I brought up the fact that the reason they are doing this is because people can't seem to follow the simple rules that we've asked them to do. Don't drive like an asshole in a work zone. Super simple. We all know what that means. But the reaction is not, yeah, okay. The reaction is like, no, in the state, it's a money grab. No, it's not. And even if it was, like, you know how you take away a money grab? Don't speed. You know how hard it is to get a speeding ticket if you're not speeding? It's super hard. It's not a money grab. Will the state use it for income? Sure. That's their stated statement. Not only are they trying to use this as a deterrent, but they're, they're going to use most of the proceeds from these tickets to pay for work improvement projects, which is actually good for us. It'll help pay for roads. I'm fine with that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm fine with using the money for your stupidity to make my roads a little bit better and safer. I'm fine with that. But the fact that you think that the problem 
the problem is that the state is doing a money grab, then you're the problem. The problem is people like you don't respect anything. Don't respect anything about what you want, except what you want to do and what's good for you. And you definitely don't want to be told what to do. I mean, it's okay if we tell women what to do with their bodies, but that's a whole other state and another show. But you don't want to be told to slow down in a work zone. Why? Because you're so important? Because you have to be somewhere? Because you know better? Because it's not really 65, it's not really 55, it's not really 45? Dude, you're nobody. And you're, you're less than nobody. Because now you're becoming the problem. The state here is not the problem. The people that are violating these very basic, sensible rules of society that we have all agreed upon, or most of us have agreed upon, are the problem. And I really want people to start understanding that. When Reagan took office, he said the government was the problem. When he was running for office, he said the government was the problem. Reagan was one of the worst presidents we've ever had. And I will fight to the death anybody that wants to take that on. Right? He, he busted the air traffic controllers union. He didn't even mention the word AIDS because he didn't want to be bothered or, or tarnished with the thought of, of homosexuality. Because at the time, it was, a, it was a gay man's disease. He was also a gun runner. That whole Iran-Contra thing, that's guns. That's selling illegal weapons. He was a gun runner. Reagan was an awful president, and the Republicans want to put him on money and named an airport about him. Government is not the problem. Bad government is the problem, for sure. But I'm telling you what's really the problem is entitlement and people thinking that they are above the law. Nobody likes to get a speeding ticket. Nobody likes to get a red light ticket. Nobody likes to get any of these things. So stop breaking those rules and you won't get them. The whole thing with the IRS agents when they added 88,000 or tried to add, 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 add 88,000 IRS agents. What was the first thing? What was the first thing that white rich people said, especially Republicans, especially Long Islanders? Oh, they're coming after my money. What money? The money you're hiding and not paying your fair share of taxes on? Well, then who's the asshole? Like, really, at what point are you going to grow up, stand up, be an adult, and acknowledge that if you're going to do something, you're going to have to face the repercussions for it? You don't like it. That's fine. Nobody likes to get caught. Nobody likes to get punished. But don't think for a second it's not your own fault. I'm going to end this with something that I said yesterday that was as poignant then as it is now as it was 40 years ago. When you were at recess, the kids of us old enough to remember recess, when one of those kids screwed up bad enough that recess got ended by either the teachers or the aides or whatever, and we got brought in, all of us collectively went, oh, man, not one of us were mad at the teacher for it. But we did beat the ever-loving shit out of the kid that caused the problem in the first place after school. And that's what we need. And if it sounds like I'm calling for violence, I'm really not. But at least bring back the shame. The people that are ruining your lives are probably sitting right next to you. It's time to point them out. Point out what assholes they are. That's what I'm going to do.